This is Saddleback Radio 88.5. Welcome to The Creative Muse, the show that explores how people use the power of creativity to inspire, heal, enhance, and change their lives. I'm your host, Heather Wishlow. Today we are speaking to Mary Maisonette, an actress, producer, director, cinematographer, and has even done stunts. She's known for her roles in Dead Sexy, Messenger of Death, and Jagged Edge, plus many other films. She is also a professor in the TV film department at Saddleback College and has taught students to find their creative voice through acting and voiceover for almost 20 years. Thank you, Maria, for being here today. Tell me about how creativity has played into your work as an actress and producer. Creativity stems from imagination. As long as you're imaginative, you can be creative in any media platform, in any venue, in any project that you wish to produce. How have you used that imaginative aspect when you have been an actor or in when you're doing a production? Well, as an actor, you have to imagine yourself as being the character. You have to review the given circumstances. You have to create a biography for your character, a life of your character, in order to portray the character with authenticity and to be genuine. And I would imagine that's something that you teach your students. I do my best. (laughs) Well, her best. One of the things that is written about Maria is that here are some quotes that say, one of these teachers you'll remember your whole life because of the impact she's had on you. She always encourages the best from her students. She is the ultimate teacher and possibly the funnest I've ever had. Best teacher in 13 years of education. What really intrigued me was this last statement. Maria goes above and beyond for her students. She is a creative teacher, and her classes are always fun and engaging. So my question to you is, how do you inspire creativity with your students? It starts with improvisation, believe it or not. We do improvisation exercises, and then we explore characters. We either use costumes, or we can use an accent or a dialect and try to play. You have to feel free to play. Children, it's very easy for children to play act and be different characters. That's part of what they do. As adults, we get concerned and self-conscious about how we are perceived by others, so we don't allow ourselves to play enough. I agree, 100%. How do you inspire that creativity on your own life? Uh, Generally, we're looking at play, yes, but is there anything specific that you do, any exercises, any routines, or any practices? I try to appreciate every moment, every day, whether it's walking across campus and smiling at other students who pass by, whether it's when I drive home and I'm close to home and I can see the ocean in front of me. I try to visually take in the world and sensorially take it in, And that activates my imagination and creativity. So it sounds like a lot of what you do in becoming more creative is being present in the moment. Yes, absolutely. And the other part about playing and having fun, uh, that's something that I think so many adults really do forget. We get so busy, it's hard to keep track. So give me a couple examples, some creative exercises that people could do to bring back that creativity in their life. That's a very good question. How would we do that? I still subscribe to improvisation. So you could, let's say your son comes home from school. You could pretend to be another person. 
You could speak with an accent. You could say, hello, my little boy. How are you today? Did you have fun at school? So play, things like that. Or you can be creative in other areas, too. I know that people who read, people who landscape, who do gardening or cooking, that stimulates their creativity. The sort of synthesis of flavors when you're making the hottest chili ever, that also stimulates, I think, creativity. So again, we go back to some of the senses and just really awakening the senses. I love that. What obstacles do you find with people in expressing their creativity? We've talked about adults and how they become a little concerned about how they might look. But what other obstacles do you see with people in being able to express themselves creatively? Oh, I think, unfortunately, people are afraid to trust, to trust their instincts and intuition and trust that what they're doing, even if it's in an exercise, is going to be welcomed and acknowledged. They feel that they might be scrutinized or they might be judged. And there's a lot more of that in the younger generation today. I think social media has made it very difficult for young people and young artists to feel that they can explore freely. And then for the older artist, it's the same thing. They don't want to be scrutinized and judged. And I try to explain that in our class, there is no judging. It's about exploration. It's about discovery. And invariably, everybody tends to surrender to that experience. So by creating that environment, you're able to allow people to express themselves fully and find new areas that maybe they go into. Tell me a little bit about some of the students you've worked with and how have they creatively gone forward in their careers? Well, some of my students have gone on to get agency representation. I have a few that have been on Netflix projects, uh, TV movies. One of my students was on a freeform series called Sirens uh, about mermaids. And, uh, but she was an investigator. She wasn't a mermaid. Uh, she, had, she had to infiltrate this community in Canada and look for these mermaids because the FBI wanted to find out if they could be dangerous. <laughs> Good. So many of your students, understandably, many of them go on into the field of, field of TV and film and radio. Do some of them go off into other fields and use this? Passion yes. for creativity. Yeah, I have some students who, well, oddly enough, I had students when I was teaching at Cal State Long Beach, the introductory course is for non-majors. So I had students who were engineers, biologists, they were studying physics, which is way above my uh, intellectual <laughs> capacity. And they said that it helped them in their classwork and in their presentations that they had to give in class. So no matter what a person's background, I've also had students who are very shy and want to feel more comfortable and at ease speaking to others. Any and tools or tricks that you use with them? I make them do very silly things. Got yes, it. we have a little exercise that I call raisin face, pumpkin face, where everyone has to physically tighten, tighten up their body and tighten up their voice and go, raisin face. And then they have to expand their body and say, pumpkin face. And that usually breaks the ice. I love it. That's perfect. It's a great exercise. 
So we are here today in the studio with Marie Maisonette, who is sharing her journey with Power of Creativity and working with students and in the world of TV and film. In the world of TV and film, we often hear about this creative block. Do you think that's real? And if so, how can someone move past that? Yes, creative block definitely exists because you're shooting 16 hours a day. In television, they want to accomplish eight pages a day in episodic television. And filming scenes out of sequence, if they want you to get to a certain point in a scene and be ready to go, sometimes you feel like there's nothing there, that you can't elicit what you're supposed to as the character. I find the best way to break that block, I bring music. I create a playlist for every scene, for every act. I use the music and focus and breathe. And that has always helped me to break that obstacle. Interesting. Or a picture that evokes a memory. Uh, Some people will use, bring a poem with them, something that's going to trigger them and make them activated. That sounds really interesting. How can the average person who doesn't aspire to have a career in TV and film learn to use these creative tools more in their lives? So they can learn it in school, but then when they get into their lives, they get busy. Mm-hmm. So what do they, how do they do that? Well, I think I like automatic writing because mm-hmm. I think everyone can do that. And again, taking in their surroundings, taking in the people, their interaction, the environment, and automatically writing their reflections of the day. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a thesis statement or supporting arguments. It's just free-form writing, sometimes drawing, too. Sometimes I have students who are portraying a character, I say, I want you to draw a picture as you think the character would draw a picture of their lives. And it doesn't have to be Michelangelo. could be Picasso, but it can be just a reflection of the inner life of the character drawn on paper. That right side of the brain, as people talk about, is so powerful, and I think that many times we don't tap that. So I'm excited to hear that you are able to do that with your students and get them to embody that character and I would guess that's probably true for someone's life. If they want to aspire to be, you know, move up the corporate ladder, that would be the same type of thing. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. I worked with a group a few years ago that we were tasked with training financial advisors to acquire more clients. And they wanted them to be open and communicative and listen well. You have to listen well. If you don't listen well, you're not taking anything in. So we went through a series of exercises with these financial advisors in order to improve their performance so that they could advance on the corporate ladder. So why do you think creativity, you've just mentioned about working with the financial advisors, why do you think creativity is so stunted in our culture, or do you think it's stunted? I don't think it's stunted. I think it's dormant. I think that As you said so eloquently, we get stuck in our routine with our tasks, our to-do list. We're not being engaged in the moment. If you're engaged in the moment, it's going to affect you. It's going to change how you see things, how you reflect, what your realizations are. If something's revealed to you, how are you going to react to that? It's going to change. But if you're thinking ahead, okay, I've got to get the groceries, I have to go and cook the meal, I have to do some more work on the computer, and maybe, maybe 
watch some TV, and then go to bed. I think people lose track of enjoying and exploring. So I guess the best way is to just stop for a second. Stop. Take in what's around you, breathe it in, and think about how it makes you feel. I think that's really key. That feeling aspect, again, comes through. And whether it be in something that we're trying to sell or something we're trying to teach or being in a play or a movie or TV special, that feeling is what people want. Yes. And so by tapping into the creativity, it allows people to do that. And it makes people more sensitive to others. And if you want to climb that corporate ladder, I can assure you that if you take in what your colleagues, how they are, what they talk about, and you really listen to them, word gets around. You know, this is a good person. This person not only is skilled, but actually cares Mm -hmm. and is empathetic and listens well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those are the people that move up. Yeah. So we definitely have that the creativity, but also those skills that are harnessed by creative uh, creativity, such as what you said about listening, listening to yourself, listening to others. Those things go hand in hand. Very nice. Any people that you really look at as real like creative gurus and you go, wow, I just love their creativity or the way they express it. Anyone that mm. comes to mind for you? Two people that I worked with that inspired me creatively uh, were Jeff Bridges and Charlton Heston. Unfortunately, Charlton Heston is no longer with us. But they are exceptional human beings and remarkable artists. And they cared about everybody on set. They made it seem like working together, that we were a family. They really made that effort. They listened to everyone. They acknowledged everyone. Just they were just very classy in the true Hollywood sense and generous. And I think they inspired me the most because I said, if you can be a good human being, and be talented and creative and collaborative and understand that everybody is working together to make you look good, uh, then you're ahead of the game. I love that. Any other advice that you would give people in exploring their creativity and understanding this world of discovery, both internally and externally? Try to look at the world through a child's eyes. Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Heather Wishlow, and you've been listening to The Creative Muse on Saddleback Radio 88.5.